You're having a glass of sparkling wine? Yes. Oh, isn't that nice? It is really nice, actually. You're in We can't say that. <laughs> Where are you then? I can't say because we're here until Friday. Yeah. And somehow we've done a decent job of flying under the radar. Okay. And my sister's having a really great time, so we're going to try to keep it under wraps until we're gone. Okay, well, I know so, I know where you are, so let me just say this. <laughs> it's a very nice place that is. is not in our country, and you're just sipping a glass of uh, <laughs> wine right now in a very nice place. <laughs> I also just had the best massage of my whole life, in case you're wondering. Everyone hates you right now. Everyone listening to this podcast <laughs> hates Brandy Cyrus. I hate me, honestly. I, you should. But you know what? Treat yourself. You deserve it. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Expect a flood of Instagram content on Friday after we've left. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. So you you got you to go almost radio silent because people will freaking, the sleuthers out there, the Miley sleuthers will come after you. They will. And actually, a few already have, and I have no idea how they figured it out. Yeah. But it's, like, a little frustrating. I know they mean well, but it's it, I, I kind of wish the fans would really think about how hurtful it is to Miley when they reveal where she is. It ruins her vacation. When paparazzi show up, then she can't go outside. Like, it really does make it suck for her. So to the fans out there that know where we are, I would just say to you, please don't put it on blast. Let her enjoy her vacation. She never gets to do this. Yeah. And it's sweet that you want to know where she is all the time, but you just got to keep it hush hush. I'll say this, like people don't follow me around, but they definitely follow around my fiance. And to speak to that point, the moment that you realize that people know where you are is the moment that you have to plan how you look before you leave the house. And mm -hmm. that ruins your vacation because you're constantly like, I got to put on makeup or whatever, like whatever, because I don't want a bad picture uh -huh. to come out. And that sucks because then all of a sudden, the whole point of a vacation is to relax and then you're yeah. always on edge. So I, I get where she's coming from, but I still hate you right now because <laughs> jealous. I'm just along for the ride, you know? Hey, man, ride them coattails as long as you can. All right. <laughs> no judgment here. Oh, God, no, not coming from you. <laughs> not oh. engaged in Fiji. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, but we split that vacay. That was that was nice of you. Yeah. Speaking of vacay and beaches and all the things, I just watched episode one of Bash in Paradise. Oh, you baby. did? I just finished it. Oh, good. I was, oh, I was worried that you weren't yeah. going to be able to, to see it. And then you, I would just have to like tell you what happened. Oh, I paid the two ninety nine yeah. to download that sucker <laughs> for my tunes. <laughs> You're welcome, ABC and NZK uh, Productions. Well, then do you want to start the show before we get into that? Yeah, we should. All right. Me or you? Yeah. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast whip. Well then, Brandy. Eh, eh, eh. BIP numero seis. Coming at you. You have live. really you've really just become the old man of the group that's been there, done that, now he's engaged, you're handing out advice like slices of freaking pizza. <laughs> it's insane. Totally. And you know what's so funny? Um 
Chris Bukowski is like, you know, like his intro is like him with a walker because he's like the old man who's been on five shows. <laughs> and Chris Bukowski is yeah three years younger than I am. No way. Yeah. I am above and beyond so much older than everybody else in that show. And it's just funny because I don't feel like I'm older than them, but I am. Um, there, there is one person that's your same age, or I think, I think she is, is Annalise. Isn't she about your age? Yes, yeah, she is. I think, yes, we're, we're the same year. You know, what's really weird is that Annalise and I figured out, so Annalise is from the Bay Area and, oh. um, she used to date this guy that I knew in high school. She was like, yeah, I used to come down to Monterey all the time for parties. And I was like, if you dated this guy, then you definitely we're probably at one of my parties. And so I was like describing what my house looked like and like where we would party in my house. And she's like, yeah, I've been to your house. Absolutely. So Annalise used to come to my high school parties all the time. That's insane. Really crazy. So yeah, Annalise. The world's so small. I know. she's. I think she's a little bit younger than me, but I think we were the same. We were either the same year or she was a year below me. Um, but she dated a guy that was my year, so. Gotcha. Go. I mean, did I give bad advice? Did I, what do you think? No, that your big moment, your big scene, Wells, in this episode was yeah. you giving Dylan advice about going to tell Hannah G how he felt before she went off with Blake. Yeah. Great advice. And it was funny because they cut you off, but I heard Dylan at the very end ask you, how would you word it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he wanted your, what exactly you would say. Yeah, word for word. And I gave it to him <laughs> word for word. He didn't need that advice, though, because Blake doesn't take her on a date. I know. But uh, it probably did help him even so, like, hanging out with her afterwards or whatever. I'm obsessed with how, like sweet and innocent he is okay um, in this first episode yeah at least he is <laughs> he is a like a really sweet guy i really like dylan i just love when he was like she's to be honest she's just really out of my league yeah, yeah i yeah. thought that was so cute i know dylan and i talked a lot about uh kicking way outside your coverage because because uh -huh. like i feel like i'm the king of kicking outside your coverage you know a hundred percent out kicking your coach, whatever it is. So we talked about it a lot. And I was, I definitely, I, and I think he realized that he, he, he like tractor beamed in. He was just like, <laughs> okay, well, Wells figured this out. So I got to do whatever the hell Wells tells me to do. And I definitely did give him a lot of, I feel like I gave him really good advice and I really like that kid. Mm -hmm. um, he's precious. Um, what other stuff? Oh, it's, it must be insane for you to have Derek there. Derek and I are confidants in each other's lives just naturally, like always. Keep watching with Derek. But uh -huh. I like the fact that Derek's there because he is, a, like, I feel like me, he is a normal dude. He works in finance. He works for a bank, you know? Like, he's the SVP of some bank. Like, he, he went to college. Like, he's a normal, totally normal guy that looks exactly like John Krasinski, and no one understands why he's single. Like, I just don't get it. <laughs> I agree. I agree with you. Um, I, I was thinking that even I hung out with Derek recently in New York and I was thinking like, honestly, if I was single, I would go on a date with Derek. Yeah, for sure. I think he's such a catch. And it's like, how, why are you single? I don't get it. I don't get it either. So you need good guys and bad guys on the show. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's true. But what's scary is that I feel like there's more and more bad guys, even guys that were supposed to be good. Turning out kind of bad, you know, like, yeah, yeah, 
I mean, obviously this whole Blake thing is a whole issue that like everyone knows Blake, he's not a bad guy. But this is a I bad hope they look. know that. I hope they really know that. What because are your what are your thoughts on all of this? I have to be very careful here because Blake is one of my very good friends. Yeah. And like this I can't believe all of this is coming out in the first freaking episode. I know. Like this is a lot to handle. And if I didn't know Blake watching this, I'd be like, oh yeah, he's a freaking dirtbag. Like yeah gross like hate that guy yeah. but i do know blake and i just know he that's not really who he is and so it's very it's hard for me to watch it honestly um and like i don't know any of those three girls very well at all and i know a little bit about his history with christina and i just like can't with her like leading him like asking him on this date he's an idiot for saying yes to it first of all like not gonna deny that but I can't with her like asking him on the state and being like and selling it like I just I'm really comfortable with you and I just want to have a nice first date like will you go with me and then the teaser for next episode she's like I'm gonna turn the tables and put Blake through hell you know what I mean yeah don't mess with the it's, Russian girl she's very uh, angry I just like I just like Blake is such an idiot he walks right into it and my heart just breaks because I do think Blake is such a good guy and he is just. You can tell, like, he really had no idea this was all going to blow up in his face. Like, I don't know exactly what happened and and everything, but it just it looks really bad. And I think he's very blindsided by all of this coming at him on day one and end two of Paradise. Yeah, he made some bad life decisions. I remember I met with a bunch of those. I think we did, like, um, Family Feud. And so we all went and had drinks, and they were all asking me for advice. And I was like, the only advice that I can give you guys is never... If you, because they were asking about paradise, I was like, if you're gonna go on the show, don't sleep with anyone from the show. You can hook up with, like, you make out with them or whatever, and flirt with them. Great. That was always like my rule. I was like, I'm just never going to sleep with anyone from the franchise until Very like, smart. you know. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Your boy went and he had a double header, man, you know? I know. Back to back. I know. So, and, and here's the thing: like, he's a, he's a, he was a single guy. You can do that, but yeah, I guess if you do, it, I don't know. Don't do it with women who know each other, who are going to be able to like cross-reference timelines with schematics mm -hmm. and a spreadsheet. And 
Don't do it with people that are probably going to be on the show later. That's the thing. But, like, I really think I've just heard him say so many times, like, this exact thing. Like, I don't know what happened that took this ship off course because even before Stagecoach, he, I remember him saying, like, hey, I might come stay actually at your house with your group if that's cool because some of the girls that are going to Paradise are staying at Colton's house, and I think that's a dangerous situation. And I was like, yeah, like, of course, like, we have a couch. Like, if you want to come sleep on it. Like, he he even, like, said that yeah, so before the- that weekend. So it's like, you know, the ship was on course and somehow it diverted. I, I got to talk to my little Blakey. Yeah, well, what he said way. to you was sober, Blake. And then I'm sure Tequila Blake showed up a little bit later and was like, woo, let's have some fun. I don't blame the guy at all. I just think that he's going to have to answer for it. I think we've talked about this a good bit. Hold on a second. Hey, um, uh, I'm doing the podcast right now. Oh, sorry. What time is dinner real quick? Uh, six. Where? I don't know. I'll send you okay. the thing. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Y'all are sick yet. Thanks, Todd. Suck it. But, um, what's the time? Okay, so... I said this about Dean, I think, whatever, a couple years ago. I think that, like, that's the best thing that could happen to you is to see you look bad on TV and know it was all of your own doing. And it helps you kind of, like, course correct where your life is going. Mm Because let's be fair. Blake has been able to, like, run rampant, I'm sure, through these American streets with ladies ever since... (laughs) Ever since The Bachelor ended because he was just so beloved. And I think he's kind of fallen off the straight and narrow. And now he's going to be able to watch it and be like, you know what? I probably need to change some things. Uh-huh. So I think at the end, it'll be a good thing for him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's my pitch. Sorry. I wish we could call him right now because I am just as confused as everyone probably on. I was very shocked he didn't pick Hannah for the first date. And I would love to know, like, what, why he picked Tasha. I don't know. Because going into Paradise, each of them were very interested in the other. And then the way they cut that first episode, it looked like they were really hitting it off. And then out of nowhere, he's like, Tasha. I think he thought that she was going to be there no matter what. That's probably true. And he was like, listen, if I have got, like, any kind of feelings for Tasha, let's just see what's going on there. If, mm-hmm. if not, when I come back, uh, Hannah's still going to be there. Little Maybe. Did, little did My she other... know that right. Dylan was going to be like, see you, Blake. So let's go to a palapa. So whoop. Here's the other, my other thing was I thought that because everybody was putting so much pressure on the idea of them as a couple, if that freaked him out a little bit. And I don't know, it made him pick someone else. Because I could see that, that would, that's something I would do. I think if everyone was talking about how I needed to be with somebody, I think I would panic in the last minute and pick someone else just because there was a lot of pressure and a lot to live up to about what everybody was talking about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What, any other thoughts from the show? Um, trying to think. Jane. Yeah. Is There's moments where I'm like, <laughs> you're really funny. And there's moments where I'm like, yeah, it's not funny. Um, but she said something in the, in the early in the episode where they, I think, who was she talking about was so hot. Was it Clay? Yeah, maybe Clay. I was just talking about somebody being so hot. I can't remember who. And she was like, to the point where I would be like, 
I would drown myself in the ocean just so that he would come and save me. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. Because yeah. she was serious. Who are you shipping? Who am I shipping? Dylan and Hannah, just because I'm obsessed with how precious he is and how he thinks he's out of her league. So I'm definitely going to ship that. Who is it that Clay's interested in in this episode? I don't know. A lot of people like Clay. I know. I feel like I need to have the cast in front of me. Yeah. Look it up. I can't wait till Jordan gets here. Yeah. It's tough because I can't say anything, you know? So I know, like I know, I know. Can we for one second talk about Anika? And she was talking to one of the guys. I think it was John Paul Jones, actually. And she was like, yeah, I'm just like, I hate conflict. You know, I just, I'm really easygoing. I'm really laid back. I was like, does this girl know that he's asking her about herself? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is she talking about? Laid back? <laughs> None of the things describe her in any way, shape, or form. My favorite was when Kevin is talking to, I think it's Katie, and he's like, I like your romper. Normally oh, yes. women can't pull off rompers, but you do pull off a romper. And she's <laughs> like, thanks, I'm I'm totally anatomically correct. And it was like, this is the weirdest conversation ever. And, and by the this way, the most awkward. never tell someone that they look good in a romper but everyone else looks trash in them. Man, we still got a lot of people coming in. I for, I can't remember who I who I thought Clay was looking cute with. I don't know. There's a lot of girls there. I know. And then it's on again tonight, right? Yeah, dude, that's a thing, man. Like they really crazy. force it down your throat. It's 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 Monday and Tuesday, two hours. Every single week, it's both days. Uh, yes, for six weeks. That's a lot. Right, it's That's so a lot much TV, dude. And, and you know what? I I'm pretty sure that they ordered another two episodes, and then they announced yesterday that Paradise is back again for season seven. Wow, it's never ending. No. Anyways, it's not. there's another show that I finished. Okay, what you got? Obsessed with another life. Give me a ding, 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 ding. We just finished it too. I told you it was so good. Oh, I thought you already finished it last week. No, we had started it, and then we finished it, uh, like, a couple days ago. I am obsessed. I, really? like, watched... I mean, I watched it in, like, three days' time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. So this is the show that we were talking about. I guess it was last ep episode where... Last week. Yeah, where um, basically an alien artifact lands on Earth, and, like, half the show is about trying to figure out what the artifact is. The other half is, like, these astronauts go towards the planet that the artifact came from to try to get some answers. It is phenomenal. I really liked that only a couple of the episodes were like a little scary. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a, like a, a horror series or anything like that. But there were a couple of episodes where I was a little terrified. Yeah. It was like episodes one through three were like pretty tame. And then out of nowhere, episode four, she's like having a dream or something. And there's a freaking alien and it's scary looking. And I'm like, I was like a little scared. I was like, I don't know if I should be watching this alone. Yeah. But it was, um, but then like every episode's not like that. So. I don't know. I thought they did a really, really good job. I loved the cast. Continued to be surprised throughout it. And there was like a bit of a twist at the end to, that leaves it like wide open for season two, which is great. Yeah. I like, I enjoyed the ending of that and it made me super excited for the next. So yeah, for sure. Another Life is Good. It's on Netflix. Binge that. Yeah. Like if you like space stuff, like you got to watch this. Yeah. But even like, so I don't know if Sarah really likes space stuff. Like I said, la like yeah, I said that like I said last week, like I think she appeases a lot of like my sci-fi stuff, but she was into that show. So I don't know if you have, you have to be a super space nerd to like it. It's just a good show. 
Yeah, it was really good. It's kind of like, what was that movie with Matthew McConaughey? Interstellar. It's kind of like Interstellar meets The Martian. Great movie. Meets um, Star Trek. Yep. Kinda. Anyways. Totally. Good stuff. It also and it also reminds me a bit of Arrival, the way they're trying to communicate with the aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, good call. Hmm. Um, Really good series. I've got a show that I am obsessed with. You tell, because now I need a new one. You got one, sister. Great. Uh, shout out to my sister Marisa for giving me the heads up on this one. Uh, it's on Showtime, so if you don't have that, sorry. Uh, the show is called City on a Hill. Have you heard about it? No. Okay, so uh, Ben Affleck and Matt oh. Damon are oh. the creators of this show. And mm. Kevin Bacon is the lead. Jeez. In 1990s, Boston, an assistant district attorney and a corrupt yet venerated FBI veteran work together to take on a case that grows to involve and ultimately subvert the entire criminal justice system of Boston. So it's like, did you ever see the movie The Town with Ben Affleck? Loved that movie. Okay, so it's that, but in TV show. Okay. And Kevin Bacon does that thing that like I love so much with actors and TV shows like the when you know a TV show's good is that like in the first like two episodes I hated him and then by <laughs> episode 4 I was like I love this guy. You know That's like insane. he's so good at being a good bad guy and then there's another guy on the show who's so good at being a bad good guy. Okay. Wait, no, no. I don't even know if that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway. I know that makes sense. The cops and the FBI are, are are good, but they're bad. They're you know like it's just oh it's so good. So anyways, yeah, City right. on a Hill, go right. check it out. I will download that. Yeah, check it out. P.S. I'm like eternally grateful for you letting me know that you can actually download episodes on the Netflix app because yeah. I never knew that was a thing before you told me. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> and right. it's changed the way I travel. Mm-hmm. As it should. Yeah, I don't know if people know that you you know, like yo peeps like. If you have the Netflix app, you can download full series and watch it whenever, wherever you are. It's phenomenal. Not an ad. Also, by the way, why doesn't Netflix sponsor our show? They really should. What is happening? If anyone... I think think because they don't need to. Everyone watches it already. Fair. (laughs) Very fair. That would be like Apple sponsoring. Like iPhone. Here's a commercial for the Apple iPhone. That yeah. everyone already uses. Yeah, but they still put, dump money into advertising. Give us I a slice so. of the pie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay, so we're like right smack dab in the middle of summer. And I am enjoying my patio so much. And I cannot get enough of my article dining table that I got for my outdoor deck. It is Have you used your outdoor furniture? Like I sit at that table every single day and have my morning coffee And I even eat dinner out there, even when I'm by myself. Like, it's so nice to have a really nice outdoor dining table that I can hang out at and enjoy the outdoors while the weather's so great. Dude, same. My uh, article patio chairs are phenomenal. I mean, Sarah and I, obviously, we host a lot because we've got a a, a good house to have a bunch of people over. And so everyone sits in those chairs around the fire at night, and everyone says how awesome these chairs are that we got from Article. Yeah, I even actually have some of their indoor furniture I bought 
years ago when I first got my house, I have an article sofa that I love. It's so durable. It's lasted all this time, even with dogs in the house. And I actually just had a YFT -er tweet at me and sent me a photo of the same article sofa that she purchased, only she got it in navy upholstered and mine's tan leather. But I hope she loves it because I love my article sofa. It really is one of my favorite companies. Articles, the easiest way to buy beautiful modern furniture, cuts out the middlemen to directly sell you the goods and keep prices low. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups and savings of 30% over traditional prices. Yeah, they've got fast flat rate shipping to anywhere in the U.S. and Canada that starts at $49. White glove service, they bring the furniture right into your home and yeah. take away all the trash. They have a 30-day return policy, simple returns and exchanges. You really can't get better than Article. Yeah, Article's offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more to claim. Visit article.com slash YFT. So go to article.com slash YFT, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Do it. We love that company. Seriously. I had a doctor's appointment today and so I drove over there and you know, you, you go and you get in an elevator and I started dying laughing in the elevator. Cause I was just thinking we're all creatures of habit. Everyone walks into an elevator and then turns around and then looks at the doors. How funny would it be if you walked into an <laughs> elevator and you didn't turn around, you just walked in and you're just facing the wrong way. <laughs> everyone, I'm going to do that today. I know everyone would be like, Oh, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Oh, dude. <laughs> turn around. Turn around now. <laughs> He's going to kill us. <laughs> but like, for whatever reason, like that's like the social norm is that everyone walks in, turns around, and they wait, you know? But yeah. it doesn't really matter. Like, you get to turn around anyway, at some point. <laughs> but then I was thinking about like the elevators that have two doors, you know, that you don't know like which oh, one's going to Oh, yeah. <laughs> So what do you do then? You just turn sideways? Yeah, like, you do. Keep your I head do. on a swivel. <laughs> Why also is it that elevators are the most awkward place on the planet to make eye contact with people? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, like, I always want to crack jokes in elevators. Of course you do. You know? You have an audience that can't escape from you. <laughs> they have to laugh at your jokes or it's awkward. We got 14 more flights to go. Better get a good <laughs> laugh in. And in their minds, they're just like, this fucking guy. This, I can't wait to get off this elevator. This guy thinks he's a damn comedian and he's facing the uh, wrong way. What's going on? Here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. I was thinking about this other thing that was kind of cracking me up. You know what sucks about car horns? Is what is that? They're directional. You only can honk forward can't honk backwards i need a backwards car horn because when you're backing up you That's know true. when you're backing up and someone's like in your way and like trying to get out of the space you can't you can't lay on the horn because then the person in front of you is like what the fuck did i do and it's like no 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 it's like it's the asshole behind me so i this is what i suggest right here got front horn back horn maybe side horns i don't know <laughs> <laughs> side horns uh, speaking of horns, yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend calls the car horn, calls yeah. it a hooter. Oh my god! And I, and, it, and I can't not laugh every time he says it. You mean the horn? And he's like, "Yeah, the hooter." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. That's a different thing in the United States." 
Wait, does, <laughs> does everyone in South Africa call horns hooters? I think so. Do they have hooters like the restaurant in South Africa? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's an American thing. Hey, why are we going to the car home place? Why is everyone here dressed? <laughs> everyone here at the car home place is beautiful. Uh, with really big tits. Huge, huge knockers. And the wings are amazing <laughs> at the car home place. <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> not an ad. But can I just say it? One of my favorite things. One of my favorite things just no. in the world. Like, I think everyone knows me as, as the taco guy. Man, chicken wings. You love? Oh, my God. I love chicken wings so much. People swear. People swear that Hooters has great chain wings. They do. They absolutely. And this isn't like a, I subscribe to Playboy because I like the articles. No. <laughs> they have good chicken wings. So you say. Yeah. Now there's like other iterations of that. There's like Twin Peaks, which is like the same thing, but like, I don't know. Dumber name. Stupid name. Why don't they have one of those for women and call it like package deal or something like that, where guys just walk <laughs> around in speedos? <laughs> they should. And, and sell like, I don't know, like vegan quinoa salads or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, all, and like on the TV. Avocado toast. Yeah, avocado toast. And like the, and the things on TV are like Bravo and like HGTV. <laughs> Go there. Shit. Give me a good avo toast and some HGTV. I'll go anywhere. Let's go to package deal, ladies. <laughs> they, they got bottomless rose today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> oh, That's funny, man. You got any other favorite things? I started a new book that I'm digging. Tell me all about it. Actually, Caitlin recommended it when oh, she yeah. co hosted. It's called Burial Rites. Mm -hmm. And what she didn't tell us that I don't know if she knew is that they're actually already making it into a movie and Jennifer Lawrence is playing the lead, which is so cool. Yeah, you said this last episode. Oh, I did. So the thing I like about that is like Jennifer is such a perfect person to play a movie like this. And it's so great to like have that visual as I'm reading it that like she's that character. Yeah. Um, really good. It's funny because... Iceland, I've been there, and when I was there, we had the hardest time trying to pronounce anything. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely impossible. Like, in the beginning of this book, they give you this, like, vowel pronunciation chart so that you can attempt to pronounce the words. It still doesn't help me. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I had, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I remember. <laughs> just like, Svenjaflazord. <laughs> I just, like, just still can't pronounce anything in my head. So it's interesting, but it's really, really good. It's a, it's like a, it's not a true story, but it's, it's written that way. And it's about a crime that these two girls like kill these two men and in Iceland back in the 1800s, when this is set, apparently there's really no system for prosecuting and how, and in housing uh, criminals. So these women who are, I guess, you know, our, our version of on trial for murder, like there's no jail to hold them in. So they have to go stay with families on farms. So the men that work as like commissioners of their district have to house these murderers until Copenhagen, which I guess is like the mother country of Iceland, decides if they're going to die or not. It's pretty crazy. Wow. It's very cool. How far are you into it? Four chapters. Oh, so you just started. Yeah, today. Okay. Okay. So you, but you're digging it. Digging it big time. Oh. Yeah. I really like it a lot. 
All right, obviously it's good Jennifer Lawrence making a movie about it. So, yeah. And I feel like Iceland is such a hot spot right now for tourism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a good look too. And it'll it'll obviously inspire other people to go there. I'm sure they're going to shoot it there because people shoot in Iceland a lot anyway. Because, fun fact, you don't have to pull any kind of permits to shoot in Iceland. That's why people go there. Really? Um, so it's a lot cheaper to shoot when you don't have to pay for permits. Interesting. Um, it is, but... It's going to be cool. And I, I've been to Iceland, so it's really fun for me to read because I have a really great visual of the landscape. So as I'm reading it, it's pretty cool. I got a new book that I'm into for show. You ever read any Dean Kuntz novels? No. He's just like one of those guys like James Patterson, I feel like, that just is like very prolific, you know? Uh-huh. I was like trying to figure out what to read after I finished Unsolved, which, by the way, was a James Patterson book. Uh, great. Uh, we talked about it last episode. So this book by Dean Koontz. By the way, your name sounds like a vagina. Uh, just so yep. you know, Dean Koontz. Also, that's what in New Zealand, they use your last name as a car horn. That's what they say. <laughs> Koontz, Koontz! Ah, that's a stupid joke. That was dumb. Uh, anyways, the book is called The Watchers. No, just Watchers. And it's so freaking okay. So, let me just lay it out for you. Set the storyline. Middle-aged guy goes into like the hills of Los Angeles or like a little bit north of Los Angeles to um, go like be a part of nature. And uh, he's like really depressed. He brings a gun with him. So you're not really sure if he went there to commit suicide or just to like kind of like reset the reels. And while he's in nature, he comes across this golden retriever who's like all matted and dirty. Seems very nice. And he's like, oh, you know, I all poor, you know, poor, this poor dog is, you know, astray or whatever. Guy proceeds to try to walk down this deer trail and the dog like won't let him pass, go down the deer trail. And he's like mm-hmm. snarling at him. And like at one point the dog was really nice and now he's like snarling at him and he's like, get out of the way, you know? And finally like tries to go around him and the dog like grabs his leg, his pant leg and like pulls him back and he falls down. And he's like, what is going on? And all of a sudden he gets this like really weird feeling that like something's watching him. And he feels like something's coming at him. And so the dog's like warning him about something. So they kind of run away um, and they get away, but he always had this feeling like something was happening. And then they get into the car and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to take you to the pound or whatever. He's like, but, but boy, you must be so hungry. I've got a, uh, I've got a protein bar in the glove compartment. And the dog with his, with his paw opens up the glove compartment, takes out the thing, holds it in his mouth. And it's like looking at the guy and the guy's like, did you understand what I just said? And then all of a sudden, he's starting to realize that this dog is very smart. Really Mm. smart. Let's just throw in uh, bioengineering, and there's scientists, and there's a monster, and uh, there's there's another killer. There's there's an assassin, and uh, I'm like halfway through it. But basically, the dog can talk. Basically. (laughs) And I read it, and I'm like, this is what I feel like Carl is. I feel like Carl can understand everything I say, you know? So basically, there's a book about my dog. You should go uh, read it or listen to it. It's called Watchers. Dean Koontz. So good. Speaking of Watchers, because I am listening to that audiobook right now, can we just go through all the audiobooks that are in my library in Audible right now? Uh, Can I get a drink real quick? Because this is going to take a while. Whatever. Shut up. Okay. Watchers, Station Eleven, Unsolved, The Outsider, 
Recursion, Dark Forest, Three Body Problem, The Dispatcher, The Other Woman, Killer by Nature, Game of Thrones, Zero G, Where the Crawdad Sings, The Woman in Cabin 10, Physics of Impossible, Such a Dork, uh, Handmaid's Tale, Jurassic Park, Whiskey Women Are Dry, Something in the Water, Infinite, Under the Dome, Bear Town, The Visible Man, The Wife Between Us, The Great Alone, A Wrinkle in Time, Artemis, We Are Legion, We Are Many. Such a dork, but whatever. I love audiobooks on Audible. That's insane that you've listened to that many audiobooks. Dude, seriously. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash YFT or text YFT to 500-500. So if you want to be a dork like Wells and listen to your audiobooks, you should visit audible.com slash YFT or you can text YFT to 500-500. Can I just say real quick how pumped I am that Audible is sponsoring our show? Because I am absolutely in love with all these audiobooks <laughs> that I listen to. Like, the fact that this is sad, like, it's working finally, you know? I was going to say, this is the peak of your YFT yes! career right here. <laughs> so, seriously, start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free I love this freaking company. Visit audible.com slash YFT or text YFT to 500-500. Reading is cool. <laughs> Listening is cool. Listening is cooler. <laughs> There's a movie coming out that is also a book that I read forever ago because my mom recommended it. It's called The Art of Racing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? And the movie's about to come out. People should... Definitely go see it. It's Amanda Seyfried and Milo Ventimiglia, or whatever his name is, from um, This Is Us. Okay. You know that show, This Is Us? Yeah, it's the one that everyone cries on. Yeah, yeah. everyone loves Milo. What's his name on the show? Jack? Oh, yeah. He, di- he died, though. And everyone was very upset he, he died. He did. Well, he's in this movie, so you should go see it. All right. Yeah, people like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um... um and I did, I finished Recursion. Did I tell you that? No, but we, I mean, we talked about it last episode. Did you think it was better than Dark Matter? I don't know. I really love Dark Matter also. They were both phenomenal. Yeah. I say they're neck and neck. Like, and they're, and they have similar themes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I loved it though. I loved it, especially after the ending. I really loved the ending. Of, I thought it was great. Of Recursion? Yeah. 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 That's a good book, <laughs> yeah. man. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what Netflix does with that. I know that'll be cool. You got anything else? I've got a song. Yeah, give me some. We haven't done a music thing in a while. Yeah. Yeah, give me what you got. Give me what it you got. It might be a. It might be a new little Noah Cyrus track. Oh, I listened to that yesterday. You that, did. It's so funny. Yeah, because it came up on my um, like Discover Weekly or whatever. I really liked it. Hold on. Isn't what, it so good? What's it? Is it July? Yes. I know. So, 
I was thinking about this a lot when I was listening to this yesterday. Number one, it's a song that is so relatable to a lot of young women out there or just women in general. Mm-hmm. I thought like I was like, wow, this is a very this is a good song for her to put out. And I think it's a very relatable song. And then the other thing is like a lot of her stuff. I'd love Noah, but she is 19. So like, you know, she's singing and doing stuff that any 19 year old would do. I thought that this was the first one where I was like, she seems very mature. Uh, yes. And, and, and with l- lyrically and then with like her sound as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because when I heard it, I was like, this sounds like a dang country song. Yes, it uh, absolutely. And I've, I've never really heard Noah go that direction. And I really, really liked it for her. Um, and it's funny because in the past year, I would say she's really become a big Casey Musgraves fan. Yeah. Um, to, to the point where she actually had me text Casey. And she was like, I literally just want you to tell her that I love her. Yeah. <laughs> like, will you just do that? And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. They should so write together. That, that's what that's what I so that's what I said to Casey. I was like, I don't know. I know she was like on a world tour at the time, yeah. but I was like, you know, if you ever had any interest in writing with Noah, just know that she would love to do that, and just you know, no pressure, but like, let me know. But I told Noah, you know, Casey or no Casey, she needs to come to Nashville and write with some of these big Nashville artists. Her voice sounds incredible in this style of music. Yeah, and I don't know. I just it really seems to fit her. So I love it. I th- might be one of my favorite things she's put out. I think it just goes back to like, I can't, I'm so much older than she is. Like a lot of her stuff, like I, I just don't relate to, but like, I, I, I appreciate the musicality of it. This is the first one where I was like, oh, I totally relate to this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Heartbreak will do that to you. I know. Is she doing okay? Yeah, she is. Okay, good. I just, I feel like she, you know, your first big heartbreak is so brutal I feel like as an as a, as a songwriter, like you get material from that for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that heartbreak like lingers for so long when it's the first big one. Of course. And sad so. songs are always the best songs. The you know? best. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, super, super proud of Noah. I love that song. Another thing that came up on my uh, release radar the other day that I liked a lot was a band called The Moss. This was a song called Salt Lake City. And I don't know. It just... I just... I, know, I, just, I just really liked it. Got a pet name for me, ugly bitch. It's what she calls me when she wants to kiss her. But other than that, I never really know what she's thinking. Or the mysterious Sherlock Holmes. And you don't. I like that one. It's good. Nice. And then I had another one. I think this one I really, I really liked a lot. Uh, Henry Jameson called "Through the Glass." So maybe I can see Summers in Bar Harbor, oh man, working in a restaurant. 
as I shudder through New Hampshire, always sharply on the radio. God, 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 damn, the girl's fine. And I was glad to call her mine. She were mine. That's Henry James, he's got a lot of good songs. That one's called Through the Glass. Those are two things that I was kind of digging on. Nice. Oh, quick reminder, watch the uh, Teen Choice Awards on Sunday because my fiance going to be singing a song on stage. Why do I that's sound insane. like that sometimes? That's insane that she's your fiance. I know. Is that so weird or is it not that weird? The only thing that's weird is it's hard to remember to say that because you're so used to saying my girlfriend. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. And so you got and, and you got to say it because if you don't, because they, they can get upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm your girlfriend. I thought I was your fiance. Oh, yep. You're right. Sorry, forgot. <laughs> You're very right. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Um. You know. You know. My little brother is getting married so soon. Really. It's so weird. Don't don't tell me about their wedding planner. Everyone wants to give me their wedding plan. I don't. I'm not in no. charge of that, guys. Just so you I know. don't know their wedding planner. Well, good. Then don't send me their <laughs> information because Sarah's in charge of that. I do have to go like, I think we're going to like meet with a bunch of them and like decide which one we want to go with. And I think it's so funny that I'm being involved in this because <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. Whatever one. Really? But we know it's really funny. So so now I'm just getting like inundated with um like wedding Instagram pictures. And my favorite thing is that she... <laughs> She's now just sending me Instagram pictures of like beautifully decorated trees. And like people are getting, because I guess people get married in front of trees. And so like now yeah. I have this joke where I'm just like, it's like if I get a message from her on Instagram, it's like, look at this tree. <laughs> like, I'm just looking at so many trees right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. Does that mean tree. you guys are having an outdoor wedding? Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> they're, if there isn't a fucking tree involved in this wedding, I don't know what I've been doing this whole time. <laughs> That's funny. Not to segue from weddings into my relationship, mm-hmm. but, you know, Michelle Kiosman is going to be here in one freaking week. I know. That's nuts. Is he ready for all the Americans? I don't know. Probably not. God. Can you imagine? Probably not being from a different country and just like seeing from afar our the news of our country and being like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to go there. I know. Well, it's, that's an interesting point because, you know, he, he lives so off the grid. It's not like he watches the news every day, but, um, I brought up to him, I was like, Oh, did you see all the mass shootings that happened in the States last weekend? And, and he was like, no, no. And just even just me talking about it that little bit, he was like, oh, wow. He was like, we got to live in South Africa. Yeah. I was like, I'm shooting myself in the foot here, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. South Africa's beautiful. I know. Like, are you ready for him to come? I'm like, I'm so ready in the fact that like I miss him so much and can't wait for our little cute trip. However, I don't get home until Saturday and then he gets here on Tuesday and that gives me not many days to prepare and like have the house clean and food in the fridge and like all that stuff I want to do and have the house and everything ready for him. And a waxing. So, oh, I got to do the waxing. I need a pedicure. Mm-hmm. I should probably wax my whole body to be honest. Cause I'm so bad about shaving my legs, but you know what? He says he doesn't care. It's really sweet. Oh, you know what? My, what's my fiance. See, it's hard to do. <laughs> God. 
Case in point right there. I think, and I think, I think every guy can relate to this. Knee-high stockings, so hot, the hottest. <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, like like socks that go like go up to your knees or whatever. I don't know uh -huh. what it. I don't know what it is, and I think every guy would agree. Like, there's nothing hotter than a girl that's in like either like a nighty or like in like lingerie <laughs> and like knee-high. And so, what? and here's the thing. I think that Sarah's been doing it because she hasn't shaved her legs in a while. <laughs> That's her cover. And that's her cover for it. And you know what? Totally fine with it. So Not bad, are you? So there you go. That's hysterical. All right, noted. Gonna buy myself a pair of socks. Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. Give me, speaking of socks, give me a ding. Yeah, yeah. Because I wore compression socks on my flight over here. Yeah. My long haul flight. <laughs> Freaking game changer. Like, call me old. Call me whatever you want. Yes, oh, yeah. But everybody kept telling me that I'm telling you compression socks are a game changer. You'll feel a lot better. And they were not wrong. What, what do you mean you felt better? Like you didn't have swollen feet? I didn't ever notice that my feet were swollen. I have like very dainty ankles if we're being like completely candid. Mm -hmm. But I did feel better. Like I just can't explain it. I just, my body didn't feel as tired or something when I got off the plane. Wow. That's a thing, huh? Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. If you have a flight, over four hours, I would say, wear compression socks. Wow. All right. Yeah. So going to make fun of you. If yeah. I ever saw you doing that, I would immediately put it on my Instagram story and be like, by the oh. way, Brandy, 79 <laughs> years old. I put it on my Instagram story, okay. so <laughs> yeah. it's fine. I don't got anything else. You want to go get some, like, a quinoa bowl at the package deal? I would totally do that. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I think they're having a flip or flop marathon. So let's go. Uh... Oh my gosh. Sign me up. <laughs> oh, the package deal. It's so funny. It's too good. Someone's going to do it. No. And then we're going to be like, we should have, we should have done it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Just let us eat there for free. Yeah. For real. You know. All right. You got anything else? I think that's all. all right. I think I'm going to go um, take a dip in the hot tub maybe yeah. or something. Yeah, Something you know. vacation-y. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be more annoying about your vacation. You know, that's great. <laughs> I think I'm going to go take a dip in the hot tub on my sister's balcony on her penthouse suite of the hotel. Ugh. Can, yeah. can muscle-clad men fan you with palm fronds and feed you grapes directly into your mouth? It's funny you say that. Oh, because stop there it. is <laughs> There's this one pool boy. Okay, so the where we're at, like the hotel pool or whatever has yeah. these like three little boys that are like running around waiting on everybody. And they're here every day. I'm like, do you guys have a day off at all? One of them looks just like Dave Franco and we are not mad. <laughs> okay. But when you say pool boy, you mean like 18 or old? He's got to be 18 because he serves alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. But he's young for sure. We were trying to guess yesterday how old he was. And I said, he cannot be older than 24. Like that's the highest. That's the absolute oldest this kid is for sure. Does this kid work at the package deal? He should. <laughs> He'd probably make more money. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, go have uh, Dave Franco uh, <laughs> fan you with palm fronds and feed you okay. dates and other delectables. Will do. All right. Well, tell uh, everyone I say hi. Okay, I will. All right. Miss ya. Miss ya. Love you, kid. By the way, we can talk about this after the show, but, like, we got to figure out when you're going to be here so we can all hang out together. Because I got to meet this uh, this Michelle Hilsman in person. I will give you the dates. You can put them on your calendar. All right, good. All right, have fun in paradise, dude. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Bye. 
This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.